Tim Ferriss had the legend Jerry Seinfeld on his podcast, and today I really want to dive into what they discussed, what the important kind of key lessons are from this podcast. It was so, so powerful, talking about writing, talking about comedy, the art of really, I would say, just progress and building habits, as well as Jerry Seinfeld's kind of uh, analogy with the mind versus the brain, and the brain being more kind of like a puppy dog, you know, a little pit bull that you can train very easily, and the mind kind of being the thing that is like almost crazier than the the universe and the galaxy. We don't even know what makes up the mind and, and why transcendental meditation is so, so important as well as exercise. So let's get right into it. One of the things that uh, I will probably be recording an episode on soon is I used to do these episodes on Joe Rogan's podcast just because I like being able to synthesize the lessons that I learned from like, you know, very long form conversations that are very, very nuanced and detailed and kind of synthesizing down those into short key episodes. You know, here at the Modern Academy, we typically do um, five, 10 and 15 minute episodes. We used to do three a day, which was pumping out and we're planning to return to that in 2021. So this is, I think, so important to be able to synthesize these lessons down. And let's let's start with this episode. So Tim Ferriss really started with Jerry Seinfeld in, in asking him about his beginning of the career as well as writing process. And what Jerry said is, you know, in a lot of stand-up comics, if you hear them talking about uh, the famous comedy store in Los Angeles, he was kind of rejected from the comedy store. He wasn't just taken in with uh, open arms. He came from New York and uh, Mitzi Shore really didn't like him. She said he's not funny. And he actually ended up doing all these other smaller spots to very, very small crowds. And one thing that I really liked that he said is comedy is the only art form where you get direct feedback and you cannot practice it, like fully practice it alone. You need a crowd. You need that feedback. And one of the things that he said that I think is so important, and I really hope stand-up comics understand this, and really all craftsmen or really everyone understands that data collection is so, so important because if you if you just try something and you succeed and you don't learn the lesson of, oh, maybe um, I shouldn't step here or I shouldn't do this or I should be working on it in from this angle. Um, you know, this is one of those things that he talks about with stand-up is you get instant data from the crowd. You know, you, you get instant feedback and it's something that's so, so powerful. So basically what he says is he's collecting raw data the whole time and then he gets super, super nitty gritty with each word that he puts out and and how he says it, the tone, the pacing, the volume, all these things. And he gets so, so nuanced with his editing in his standup. And and that's really why he's one of the best comedians ever, especially with his uh, TV show. And uh, and one of the things that he talked about that I found was very, very interesting was Tim asked him about, uh, you know, his success in movies, his success on obviously the famous, famous TV show Seinfeld. Um, I love, I have not watched the full thing, so uh, I apologize to all the haters out there, but uh, yeah, I have not watched every single episode. I plan to at some point. It's a hilarious show um, that was in the 90s, and then obviously he has a great stand-up career. So basically what Jerry said about all those three are, he sees them as like vessels. So, you know, um, movies are kind of like a, a yacht. Everybody wants one. Um you know, they're, they're big, it costs a lot of money, it seems all nice and glamorous, but it takes a ton to maintain. And uh, it's, you know, if, if you want to change directions or, or really change anything, 
takes a lot of people to be involved. You need a lot of experts. And uh, it, again, it costs a ton to maintain and all these different things. And then you move on to TV shows. With TV shows, um, it's kind of a different situation because what you have there is uh, is like a smaller boat. So let's say, you know, like uh, like a fishing boat, I think is, is what he analogized it to. And um, with, with that, you know, it's it's smaller. You can kind of pick and choose who you want on it. You don't need a giant crew. Uh, you know, you can kind of be lean, mean, moving in certain dire- directions. And again, this is with like the key cast. You know, obviously there's there's extras and all those other things, but this is just how he broke it down. And then he says, most importantly, stand up is like a paddleboard. You can be lean. You don't need anyone with that. You know, you can change directions all by yourself. Whereas the other two, you you know, you need a steering wheel. You need um, the uh, motor control. All these different things. And with uh, a paddleboard, you can just uh, paddle out there yourself and, uh, go anywhere you want. So I found this so, so interesting because, uh, I, I, it's, it's so true, you know, to stand up is a very, very interesting art form where there's, there's not a ton of, uh, you know, books or anything covering it where like a lot of other art forms, there's, there's, uh, almost an overload of books and movies and TV shows about it. But, um, yeah, with stand up, it's very different. And, I think this is something that, you know, they kind of moved into next was habit building. You know, Jerry said he had like throughout his life has kind of built his own, not religion, but like uh, kind of mental model or mental structure. He says, you know, he, t- he learned a little bit of uh, a little bit of religion, like Buddhism, a little bit of Catholicism, even a little Scientology. He picked up while in Los Angeles. Um, just kind of little bits and pieces from everywhere and kind of built his own structure, which I really like that idea because... It's, it's kind of the Abraham Lincoln idea, you know, learn from everybody, even if it's what not to do. So obviously, I wouldn't say Scientology is the best thing to follow. But, you know, if, if one of their teachings is, uh, you know, don't lie, or, um, you know, maybe you should try and focus more on what's important in life and less on what people think about you. Well, you can take the best and then leave the rest. They have a lot of crazy things, but some components are good. And I, I think you could really apply this to most things. You know, if something's all bad, well, you, you know, you take, you, you uh, learn the lesson and uh, you learn the lesson that this is probably not the best thing and then move forward from there. And it's also kind of the Robin Hood approach, which is, you know, um, kind of the idea of like stealing from those, the, the wealthy, those who have accumulated all these things and taking, um, taking from that because as Pablo Picasso says, you know, good artists copy, but great artists steal. They don't just copy it. They actually steal um, things from different aspects. And that's kind of what Jerry did in all these different aspects. And he said he kind of built his own, um, his progress. And he says uh, the reason he feels so great at uh, 60 plus years old is really through transcendental meditation and uh, lifting heavy weights. So I completely agree with this. They also go on to talk about writing, but uh, just to touch on meditation, I think this is so important. Um, this morning, I didn't meditate, and I could definitely feel it. I think it's one of those things where it's a great way to kind of reset your mind, to kind of take a little mental break. I'll definitely try to uh, probably meditate uh, tonight or tomorrow morning um, before I head to uh, to Drace in Albania. I'm currently here in uh, Ohrid, North Macedonia. Um, anyone that listened to the previous episode, kind of what we uh, discussed was uh, what, what's what been going on with all the fast travel. You know, the majority of this time exploring the Balkans has been a, a month in each spot, but uh, or in each country rather. 
And, um, and, and this kind of past month has been quick travel in, in like Kosovo, you know, you have Prizren, you have Pristina, and then came here to North Macedonia, went to the capital city, Skopje, traveled around, have adventured all these different spots. Now currently here in Ofrid. Um, tomorrow I'll be heading out to uh, the capital, or not the capital, rather, the, uh, the coast town of Dures in Albania. And, uh, and then after that, I'll be heading to Podgorica in Montenegro to meet my cousin for Christmas. And then we'll be driving into Bosnia, Herzegovina. I, I always mess up that, that part. But uh, anyways, that, that's just kind of what I was talking about um, and, and why meditation is important. Because like even in my situation where there's a ton of travel, there's tons of things going on. I'm still trying to run a business. I'm still trying to produce content like a podcast a day and a YouTube video a day. It's a lot. So uh, I think having this uh, practice is, is very, very powerful. And uh, yeah, he really says that, you know, he thinks he can fix anyone with uh, transcendental med- meditation and weightlifting. And the last thing that I want to touch on, which I really found is uh, one of the key, key, key lessons, probably my favorite lessons from this podcast, which by the way, I'll have a link in the description, is Jerry Seinfeld's analogy with, with the mind and the brain. You know, a lot of people think that the mind and the brain are the same, but they are not don't get them confused. The mind is, is really, really powerful. It's something that you, it's very, very hard to harness. It's kind of like a, uh, like a horse. You know, if, if you're given uh, a black stallion as a child and, and um, somebody tells you to jump up on that horse, you're going to get bucked off that thing. That's why you have to practice mindfulness. But the brain is something that you can really systemize. You can, you can lay out a structure. You can give yourself uh, you know, a daily time frame and a calendar and go, okay, brain, we're going to train ourselves to do this every morning. We're going to wake up, have a cold shower, um, get straight to work. And then uh, have a little breakfast, feed the brain, don't spend too much glycogen, and then go into some deep work. And uh, this is something that's, again, so powerful. I wish I had a bit more time, but I'm trying to keep this to 10 minutes. Basically understanding that the brain is kind of like a puppy dog that you can train. The mind is like the trainer. So it's, it's something that you kind of have to work with. And uh, I highly recommend you check out the full um, episode with Tim Ferriss and uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time.